This is the LarryInFishers.com podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. I am very, very happy to have had three people agree to meet with me today in my podcast. Jocelyn Vare, who's just finishing up her term as an at-large member of the Fishers City Council, Crystal Newman from the North Central District, and David Giffel from the Southwest District. We have two Democrats and a Republican, a bipartisan group. You all have one thing in common. You're ending your term on the Fishers City Council at the end of December. We're recording this in, in mid-December. So uh, I want to thank you all for coming uh, and being willing to talk to me because I want to talk about a number of things. Uh, now, uh, Crystal and David, you did not have full terms. You were filling in for people who, who left. Uh, Sam DeLong left, uh, to, her husband took another job in Nevada. Uh, David George decided to retire within his uh, term, and that's when you came in. Correct. Uh, David Giffel and Jocelyn, you're the only one that had a full term and ran, <laughs> and yes. ran a full campaign before this one that we just had. Um, so, I want you to do something uh, one at a time, and I'll ask Crystal to start. Uh, this was your first full campaign. Correct. Uh, so you've had a campaign. It was. Uh, I will say one other thing before we start. All three of you had very close elections. Yes. I mean, very came very close to winning in each case, but you just barely missed it. So uh, what I'd like each of you to do is just kind of talk about the campaign. Crystal, this was your first full election campaign. Talk about what that experience was like. I had a lot of fun. I really did. I'm a people person, so going door-to-door uh, -door was so fun for me. Talking to people about fishers, how much we love fishers, the things that we would like to see change. I came in for food, like Syrian food. People invited me in for drinks. It was such a surprising experience how people really welcomed me into their homes. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was just so much fun. When you had your campaign com uh, podcast with me, I remember you telling me right. that one of the most enjoyable experiences you had were people who were ethnic and invited you in yes. to sample their food. And from what I heard, you liked every bit of it. Absolutely. So, yeah. David, your first uh, full campaign for the city council. Uh, Tell me what that experience was. Well, like. you know, I ran in 18 on the Delaware Township Board. That so that correct. was my first full campaign. And then I had some primary camp, I had a primary campaign in that election. But uh, this election, uh, you know, it it's hard work. I mean, people yes. have no clue how hard this is to, to do this. You have to start early, too. And, um, you know, I knocked on doors and met with uh, HOAs and different groups um, and uh, spent a lot of time away from my family. People don't understand. I mean, this is almost every night and you get wore out. I mean, I was wore out. Um, and uh, it, it's a lot of effort, um, but you do get to meet some some interesting people. Uh, I had one one door I knocked in, knocked on and they tell me I'm a terrible canvasser because I would spend sometimes 30, 45 minutes talking to somebody, you know, but I'd love it when, when people are engaged. Uh, had people have, come on in, let's have a bourbon while I'm in there, you know, <laughs> which was kind of, you know, so maybe you have the bourbon? No, oh. I did not, you know, uh, didn't do that. But, you know, it, it's a lot of work. And, um, um, you know, although our, our the results didn't turn out as we all planned, um, it, it's, uh, it was a great experience. Um, so, Jocelyn, you uh, ran at large, which is a much bigger project to run because you're running in the entire city. 
uh, Crystal and David uh, ran within their own districts, and it's your second time doing this. Talk about uh, your campaign. Um, I love being a candidate. I love serving on city council. It's a privilege. I especially love how we can connect with volunteers. And um, I had a remarkable team around me. This was my third campaign, political campaign in Fishers in five years. So I feel like I have learned very well about the mechanics of a campaign and how to do it right. Um, how to serve the community while you are campaigning and listening and asking for their support. I would be remiss, though, if I hadn't, uh, don't mention how disappointed I am about the vicious attack attack ads that came from the opposition. It, um, I ran for state senate. That could be very expected for that type of race. This is a local neighborhood array, um, race where um, we are all neighbors trying to serve our community. And um, I find that vicious attacks with a well-funded to be very harmful. Glad you brought that up. My next question is about the tone of your campaign. So I'll stay with you on that one. And uh, you'd be the first to, to, to answer that question because you had a recent social media post where you brought this up, the fact that you were viciously attacked in a couple of different ways, direct mail and, and some some other uh, mediums used for that. And you gave a link to Mayor Scott Fadness's uh, campaign report. What was on that report that you wanted people to see? Yeah, absolutely, and this is important. And first of all, like as a political candidate, part of this is what you're signing up for. We can all agree uh, on that. That is, and I have a tough skin, as we all do. Um, when the attacks turn into downright lies and trying to mislead the public, that's where things get very harmful and, frankly, unnecessary. I did highlight Mayor Fadness's uh, campaign finance report because, for one, he was unopposed. There's no reason for him to generate funds. Uh, a large, large portion of his funds come from businesses and developers that are doing businesses, uh, doing deals with the city. So that those funds are being collected. He contributed over $145,000 to the state GOP party, who then turned around and funded many of the postcard mailers, attack mailers, and our the local GOP did um, some vicious texting that we don't need to get into the details of that today. But I highlight that because this is important. When money is coming in from businesses that do deals with the city to the mayor who's unopposed, who then those dollars get funded to the county or state GOP party, which are then created into attack ads, that is absolutely buying the city council that is supposed to be the checks and balances on the mayor. Um, I want our neighbors to see that. And hey, um, there's nothing we can do to stop that. That's all, frankly, legal and fine. But we need to see how this is happening behind the scenes. And we need to take those attacks in as the objective is to create a city council that supports the mayor. And that's important. Okay, before I move on, I just want to make one thing clear. What you're saying in your social media post, what you're saying now, 
is that that $140,000 plus that the Fadness campaign gave to the state committee was used to attack you and Howard Stevenson. Is that what you're saying? Well, um, and others, right? Um, we know the mailers came from the state GOP party. Um, we know that the mayor was unopposed. We know that he, so yes, I am absolutely connecting the dots. But I think the bigger issue here is this level of attacks that are lies are trying to deceive our voters are very, very harmful and unnecessary. But as you pointed out, our races were very, very close. So despite those efforts, which is, I believe, have the flavor of anything it takes to win, um, those are harmful to our community. I am a gracious loser, but I also need to point out the tactics that were used, funded, and successful. You know, David, you yep. uh, gave a very nice uh, statement after the election, congratulated Bill Stewart. Mm -hmm. But if you look at Bill Stewart's uh, campaign uh, finance report, you know, he used to work for a congressman. So he definitely, I mean, he knows oh. where to go for a campaign. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, part, part of uh, whenever you run for office, you know, a very important part is you got to raise money, you know. And um, I'm not very good at that. You know, I, I put up my wife and I put up a lot of my own funds, and then I had a lot of small donations. And I think the the party uh, ended up giving me, you know, somewhere around ten thousand dollars or something like that. You have to report that stuff if it's an in kind. And uh, you know, I view that as part of being, you know, doing this. I mean, you know, and as far as uh, campaign donations uh, go, it's really about an ideology. You know, uh, since 14, we've come out of sleepy old fishers. You know, the ideology is, hey, you know, we want to, we want to make this a sense of place. We want to, you know, you know, we want to build things that people are attractive to. So, you know, the people that donate are have that same ideology. Let, let's look at my opponent. Uh, you know, I know he raised probably over $100,000, right at $100,000, you know. I'm not bitter about that at all, you know. And his ideology was from religious groups, Washington, D.C. people, uh, unions. Uh, I, have, I have a funny story. I was uh, I saw J.R. Gaylord out one night, and I was talking to him, and he was he's a big right-to-work person, and I was saying, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a tough campaign. You know, I got the unions donating to my my opponent and everything. He goes, they do, they are. Oh, David, I'll send you a thousand dollars, and he sent me a thousand dollars. So you know, uh, he he did that, which is kind of funny because I, I wasn't very good at going out and asking uh, the developers, the vendors, the lawyers off for for campaign funds. I I didn't want to be. My personal opinion is I didn't want to have any feelings of reciprocity. And, and I wanted to make my decisions on my own. You know, I asked a few people, and I got a lot of no's. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I'm not bitter about this. I think Bill ran a fantastic campaign. He had the money. He raised the money. That's all part of it. Uh, you know, and, yeah, we, we, we gigged each other a little bit. You know, he, he caught me by surprise. I mean, when we were at our interview, I think I or, or I think it was John Toohey called me one day, and he goes, what do you think about that library, Dave? What do you think? 
at libraries. You say, well, I don't know. To me, I just don't think you should have nasty books in the children's section, you know. It's just a safe place. Make the children's section a safe place, you know. I didn't really pay attention to the policies or anything like that. And and uh, although I don't think that it was going to ever cost $300,000 to move books and go through them, um, you, you know, it's uh, – he 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 came after me. Oh, David's no fiscally conservative person, you know. And I, when I got that, you know, I kind of chuckled uh, at first. I said, "Well, that's just not exactly true, you know." There's always an element of truth in all these attack ad ads, ads too, you know. There's always an element of truth, and uh, so. Um, you know, hats off to Bill. He ran a great campaign, knocked on a lot of doors. You know, I, I have a full-time job. I probably wasn't able to do quite as much as Bill, and, and you did a good job. Let me go to Crystal because uh, when you look at the tone of the campaign, you and John DeLucia had uh, – Very different. You and John DeLucia actually got along just fine. Yeah. We, we met for breakfast. We connected a lot over our faith. Um, we prayed over breakfast. like So we were just really different. And even on the day of the election, um, his family was there. I had my folks there. At the very end, when we were just like – when we were camped out and picking up our stuff, we hugged each other. I hugged his family. Very different. Um, so my opponent and I, we ran very different campaigns than I think um, some other folks. Um, and he's he's a good person. I'm a good person. We we talk. I'm passing the baton on to him, and I know that there's still some issues, uh, some outstanding issues that neighbors have that I'm going to let him know about because I'm not going to say, hey, this is not my job anymore. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah. I'm not that person. So we both have this love for serving other people, and that's the way that we're going to do it, and that we have to do it right. The next question has already been dealt with to a great extent, but I'll ask you to start, Crystal. I mean, just how important is it to raise money to run a campaign like city council? It's important. I think that's where maybe David Giffel and I kind of agree. I didn't want to ask too many people um, in that sense because I didn't want to um, feel like a sense of obligation or anything like that. So it was just more so with donors, and perhaps it wasn't the right strategy. My strategy was more so knocking on doors, talking to people one-on-one, making those really strong connections with my neighbors. Um, I know John DeLucia raised a lot more money than I did, um, but I was just really trying to run my own strategy the way that I wanted to. But yeah, I think if I had maybe some more mailers, I mean, I think you have those questions when you don't win the campaign on what you could have done, should have, could have, would have. And maybe that's one of those things for me. But, you know, and in the end, um, things work out as they should. And I'll still continue to serve in a very different way, though. We'll talk about that later. Right. At least I hope I, I can get that question in. But uh, I would think anybody would know that uh, the importance of campaign money would be you because you've run twice for city council and once for state senate. And you, considerably outspent both would, times. Darn have, it. <laughs> you've always been outspent in terms of ca- yes. campaign money. Yes. Uh, do you ever think, boy, if I could have gotten and it was a close election. Again, at-large elections are a little different. You know, the top three vote-getters are the winners. There were five candidates, and you just missed out uh, being that number three. So do you ever think, if I could have just got one more contribution or knocked on three oh, more Oh, gosh, doors? of course, of course. But and when it comes to money, just tell me the importance of that, that campaign money. It's, is in the whole it's crucial. Campaign. And I remember in my first campaign saying um, – 
I'm going to be the best candidate. I'm going to demonstrate that I'm going to serve the public the best. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to listen. And that could get the job done. I don't think that's the environment that we live in anymore. And I think this past election absolutely proved that. Um, the best candidate doesn't necessarily win. Um, I think what we've seen is the candidate with the most money and the willingness to be more aggressive, to say it nicely, is um, proves to be the winner. I think it's that mindset of serving the public and demonstrating your service to the public versus I'm going to do everything it takes to win. And that includes um, raising money and getting funds from as many sources as you can. It requires a lot of money. Um, we just mentioned our friend Bill Stewart. He raised $100,000 for a city council district race. That is unheard of, really probably across the state, let alone first time ever in Fishers. This makes, and, and I want to land here because this is crucial, this makes running for office with this obstacle uh, and, and ahead of it so difficult for potential candidates to be able to overcome. This blocks, this necessity for funding blocks good people from running. And then add to it the layer of um, vulnerability of attack ads. This is a lot. And we have to encourage people to run for office. But these are two huge obstacles in front of them. And, you know, David, you talked about this extensively a moment ago. Do you ever think, boy, if I could have just had one more, two more contributions, I could have landed? Uh, it was a close election. Mm, maybe no, not not for me. I didn't really – I don't believe – I mean, I think I probably spent $25,000, $26,000. I hadn't done my campaign finance report. But I don't even think I needed to spend that much money. I mean, you look at Selena's district. Uh, her opponent spent basically zero. You know, I, I don't – I hadn't looked at his – his report and what she win, what, 150, 160 mm-hmm. folks. So, you know, there's some spillage. Uh, Bill Bill spent a lot of money over here in this district. I think what more money does is is drive out more voters um, is what I think it probably did. Uh, but we still, you know, 66% of people in Fishers didn't even go vote. I mean, you know, it, it's that to me – and, and – and I understand I was one of those people, you know, before 2014. That was me. I might have gone and voted. I might not have. You know, I'm living my life, uh, enjoying my family, coaching and busy working, trying to make money. And, you know, you don't really think about it when you when you like the place you're living and, you, you know, you just really don't think much about going out and to vote. You know, things are going well. You just don't go vote. But... Uh, you know, money's important, but I, you know, I, Brad Dreamer won. He didn't spend not, hardly anything, you know. So it's not necessarily the amount of money you raise, uh, in, in my opinion. I, I think, um, you know, Brad knows a lot of people, you know, and he has. I think if you, you know, know a lot of people. John has been in the community a long time. He was on the school board. He knows a lot of people. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's that. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a member of a big church. That's another, another thing. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, money is important. Uh, you know, frankly, you know, I asked a lot of people, I said, you know, when you got these postcards, what did you do? And people go, oh, I looked at them and then I toss them. 
you know. So you that that's huge dollars if you think about postage is expensive, you know. And I will say, uh, you know, a lot of what a lot of uh, people in the party do, we'll we'll give our money to the to the GOP because they get a lower postage rate. A lot of people don't know that, you know. You can get a lower postage rate if you you know go through the party. They have negotiated that statewide, and that's that's a lot of the reason they do that. Uh, Let me move on here because uh, I want to move from campaigning to policy. Each of you, some of you had more time on the council than others. As you look back on your tenure as a counselor, what would you say was your most important accomplishment? Crystal, do you want to start with that? Yeah, it's totally moving Fishers into a state of green. Um, that was that was my main goal from the get-go. And now we're going to have 200-plus charging um, stations over here for the EV charging stations. Um, I've worked a lot with the Environmental Working Group. They've uh, they, When I first started, it was this big group that met, and now we've created subcommittees or subtask forces in which we're able to accomplish a lot more. And I'm just super excited in how we're moving forward with sustainability. I know when I was um, meeting with a lot of developers, initially, um, I think it was one vote where I voted no because I, I was told that we would get a lot of sustainability things and then it wound up not happening. Um, and after that, developers came to me prepared letting me know, yes, we'll put LED lights, yes, we'll we'll do this, that, make sure we are building more sustainably. So I believe that was, for me, a big win um, for Fishers to, to move us forward for future generations. Uh, Jocelyn Vera, your biggest accomplishment? I am very proud of demonstrating why political balance and just balance in general is good for local government. It serves citizens best. I was a voice for citizens. I was committed to that. I always asked good, reasonable questions in a good, reasonable way because that's what I heard from citizens. So I'm I'm really proud and privileged to have had that voice on city council. And some of the things I affected were just in small, little ways. I mean, um, Appointments to city boards and commissions is on the radar screen of a lot of citizens now, and it wasn't before. Um, I, uh, because of me, we uh, city council meetings were run differently before I came, and I was the first Democrat with Sam DeLong. That was the first time that body has been bipartisan. So a lot of changes happened, and and one of the things is the city council meetings were run differently. I asked so, so, so that before every vote, um, the floor would be open up for discussion. That had never happened before. So there are little things, the budget process and how that was presented annually to the citizens changed dramatically from 2019 to this past year, dramatically. And that, those are things that I championed because the citizens wanted that. David, yeah. the biggest accomplishment. Well, you know, I went into this it was kind of surprising so i have no i had no real agenda you know set or anything like that but uh you know as I, as i um entered entered my council seat you know i'd get calls from hoas about trail connections you know and 
and just things, you know, my road's in bad condition. So, you know, I just, it seems like, you know, being on the council, when you hear from people, it's usually all complaints, you know? <laughs> and, you know, you just try to persuade the mayor, um, you know, let's let's fix these. So, you know, Berkeley, Berkeley Grove or Berkeley Ridge didn't have a sidewalk. People were walking out in the middle of the road and, uh, you know, just making a simple call to fadness and saying, hey, you know, they said they've been trying to get this done for a few years. You know, why? It's simple. Let's just get it done, you know. And uh, and so that was a big one for me, you know, just getting a, one little sidewalk paved. And then the mayor jumped on and he's done a few others uh, as well. Um, so things like that were um, – were probably my biggest accomplishment, you know. Um, uh, you know, I did as the trash situation came up, and we all heard heard about that. We did. <laughs> That's probably definitely a bipartisan issue. There's going to be a lot involved in that. It's not well, as simple as what people think. And people. And one thing is, David. Uh, that's one of the big challenges the city's going to have. You're the one that brought it up, and you'll now not be yeah, able to be a part of it. That's right. The that's, I'm, I'm laying it at the hands of mayor now. He's going to have to handle all this. It'll be, it'll be a challenge for him because, you know, uh, you, you don't know what these private companies are going to do. I mean, we if we can get a couple uh, outsiders to come in, you may get four bids on it. You know, we might get lower prices and better service. Uh, you know, one thing – that I never intended was for the city to go out and buy trash trucks and get in the business. I know a lot of municipals are into that, but it's kind of like a utility and a contract. And there's, you know, we, we have a, there's a lot of complexities to this and, and the mayor is smart enough to get through all that. I think, you know, he negotiated the sewer deal, gave us a little extra money where we could use, use for the event center. So I, I feel confident he'll figure it out. And, just real quickly, uh, just if I can just get 30 seconds or less, biggest challenges that Fishers will face now? Immediately is going to be that trash piece um, because I've my inbox had been full <laughs> just as David's yeah. of complaints. So I think that's going to be the immediate challenge. And considering um, – how vocal folks were in the past. We'll see. We'll see what people want now. But I, yeah, totally biggest challenge. Thirty seconds. Yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, twenty thirteen. I covered yeah. that, and uh, things are quite different now than yeah. they were then. Uh, Jocelyn, biggest challenge in thirty seconds or less. Um, I'm an at-large member of city council, so I look at things citywide. And for me, it is a very big picture issue, and that's our community spirit. That's our community unity. That's our pride. That's our community reputation. All of that has taken significant hits. And I'm here to tell you because I hear it every day. There are citizens in our community that are not enjoying their life in Fishers like they used to and feel that um, we need to make some improvements to bring our community together and work together and build a community. We built a city, right? We built a city in 30 seconds, community spirit to build a community. A uh, quick 30-second uh, answer, other than trash, challenges. I, I think the challenge in the near future, well, trash is, is uh, top is a priority right now, but is probably uh, our road infrastructure. Uh, you know, there's a lot of neighborhoods, well, in my district, that it's tough to take a left turn out. And so, you, you know, the solutions are never easy. And then you have crosswalks. People want crosswalks and speed bumps. People want speed bumps, but I don't think that's 
something the city wants to do, um, slow people down. Uh, I, I think that that's probably going to be a focus in the next few years. And, and, and the mayor has stepped up and, and um, you know, we're spending a lot more money on resurfacing. You know, we've got some problems with some concrete roads that we're going to have to deal with. Those are very expensive. Uh, a neighborhood could cost over a million dollars. Okay, technology uh, drive, that was a really, that, uh, took, that took forever to get yeah. that done. That's an old concrete rub with their own. Well, you, the, you know, city, so people don't realize, yeah. like, who's your road at 106? That roundabout took five years. It's oh, yeah. under construction yeah. right now. You know? let, me, let me just, uh, one last question for each of you. And you sort of touched on this, Crystal, so I'll ask you first. You've been involved with city council now. Um, how do you plan to be active in civic affairs, city issues moving forward? I'm not changing much, actually. So <laughs> um, I, I'm already active with environmentalism. I am active with um, Latino groups, pride groups, and most recently, um, as I'm stepping a, a little bit away from Fisher City Council, um, helping out with refugee efforts. So that's something that is really close to my heart right now and um, helping people get acclimated here. And it's just amazing. It, there's no, no other word for it. It's just amazing. Uh, Jocelyn? I'll be running for the Hamilton County Democratic Party chairman position. So I'll be running for that. Um, that is important to me. I will continue to be a voice of the community, all the community, everyone in the community. But I am a huge advocate for balance in our community. And that means encouraging Democrats and independents and even Republicans to everyone in our community to engage with our um, local government. So I'm very interested in running for the chairmanship of the Hamilton County Democratic Party. Do we know when that caucus will happen? That has not been announced okay. yet, but it'll, it's eminent. Mm -hmm. uh, David, you were very uh, active uh, before you were on the council. Uh, what are your well? Plans? I don't. I don't know about that. You know. Well, you uh, <laughs> uh, uh, right now, I'm gonna focus on my job because you know, there's no doubt that doing this the last couple of years that suffered. You know, you mean your regular job, my, my full time job, you know, the paying job um, and, you know, bi business is off right now. I can see. I mean, there's there's a high risk that the economy is going to turn and, and go go very negative right now. And so I'm going to focus on that and I'll probably participate in a few groups. The other night I was invited to the Fishers HOA Alliance. So, you know, I love I love doing the HOA stuff, although I didn't step up for my own HOA this year, you know. And, uh, you know, I got two, two uh, I, I got some new grandkids, so we'll probably oh. spend a little bit of time Well, that's the most important that, thing, you know? David. I can tell you yeah. that from experience. Yeah, yeah, and I always enjoy, I mean, you know, we have, I, I'll probably hang out at the Fishers GOP Club, okay. um, do, do some of that stuff. We're out of town, but I'm going to ask each of you just quickly, uh, anything you'd like to add, anything I didn't think to ask, Crystal, anything uh, you want to add that I didn't, think to talk about if not that's okay we'll come back to that <laughs> <laughs> yes i'll just say first of all it's been a privilege privilege to serve on the fisher city council it's been a remarkable experience i'm grateful for it um i will conclude by just saying asking citizens all of our citizens and fishers to continue to be curious be curious be involved and vote. And that is one of the number one things that is motivating me 
is that we need to get our community engaged. And the best way to demonstrate that is voting and staying curious and getting engaged with our community. Anything to add, David? Um, no, I, get, I mean, I was listening to that. I, I'm like, you know, the next election, everybody's going to show up to vote, um, you know, or at least in the general because it'll be a presidential. You know, when I look, you know, I, I ran my own poll and I always love working the uh, elections. But, uh, you, you know, I, I can't. Even, what was the question again? That you? What do you want to add? Oh, to ask? I don't have anything to add. Nothing I to mean, add. you know, uh, oh, one more. I do want to say sure. say something that. Uh, you know, I believe that our community is not as divided as what everybody thinks, you know. I agree. I think we're so centered. You know, we've got people on both sides, the far one way or the other. They have different values and morality, and they're very vocal, you know. And, uh, you know, the most vocal are the ones who hide behind secret names and things like that. And I kind of laugh at it, you know, and, and poke them every once in a while just to see what happens, you know. Um, but I think Fishers is a great place to live. I think probably, you know, 90, 80, 90 percent of the people like living here. And, and there's not, you know, they're living their daily lives, enjoying life and and they're not really paying attention to some of that stuff you read about all the time. Well, one thing I've seen is that uh, members of the city council, uh, you may have disagreements on a lot of issues, but you all personally get along fine, as mm -hmm. best I could tell. There weren't a lot of personal uh, friction well, on the council. I, I should say that uh, Jocelyn told me that I have a warped sense of humor. I, I did, and I'll stand by that. I'll stand by that. Crystal, I kept telling Crystal, well, you should be a rhino, then join the Republican <laughs> Party. So, you know. I, I told uh, you, I worked in the broadcasting business. I know all about warped sense of humor. So, that's <laughs> anything you want to add now that we talked a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so I'll say that it's important to stay engaged. Um, I, as I was locking on a lot of doors, people still wanted to see some change in Fishers. So it doesn't have to be necessarily getting into some political party or anything like that. But just joining some kind of group to do something for Fishers, whether it's for environmental stuff or mental health, something of that nature. And as we are in the middle of the holiday season, just because it's part of my personality, is let's continue to spread love and kindness because I see that Jocelyn brought her uh, Fishers is for Everyone sticker. It reminded me that Fishers really is for everyone and we need to continue to be kind to each other. Well, after talking to all of you, you're still going to be very active uh, in the community in your own way. I want to thank yep. Jocelyn Vare, Crystal Newman, David Giffel, a bipartisan group. And you get along just fine. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a great discussion. Thank you yes, so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you.